Welcome to The New Way, the bite-sized podcast for leaders and executives like you who want to transform their organisation and inspire people to work in new ways. Forget stalled progress and disappointment from upstairs. Each episode, I reveal how to communicate your vision, drive change, and become the leader that everyone loves. No BS or fluff, just the practical info that you need. I'm Dr. Kate Byrne. Get ready for actionable insights, mini execution plans, and game-changing secrets from my 20 years in the trenches, supporting senior leaders to introduce the new way. (laughs) Let's get started. Hey, it's Kate here. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of The New Way. As I'm recording this, it's early in the morning. I'm sitting in my office with a big cup of tea. It's a little bit foggy outside and there was definitely a chill in the air this morning. The cooler weather is on its way. (laughs) I'm one of those crazy people that actually really enjoys winter, so I'm feeling excited for what's to come. I know that's not a popular opinion in Canberra, but that's the way it is for me. I just love feeling you know, cozy and warm by the fire when it's cold outside at the end of the day. I love that so good. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I won't keep on talking about the season, I guess. Let's dive into today's topic. I know that you've likely got a lot on your plate. And look, I know that that's probably a huge understatement to say it like that. I get that even if the organization's transformation program or reform agenda is your baby. The fact is that sometimes, day to day, with everything that's going on, there just aren't enough hours in the day to do everything that you'd like. I get it. And that's why the ideas and the mini action plan that I'm going to share with you today are so important. Because it is possible to be a highly influential leader that drives transformation in your organization, even if you just don't have any time. It's all about being super strategic. And when you are, it's possible to make a big impact and to help move the needle by dedicating just a few hours a month. Uh, Yeah, I did just say a few hours every month, not every week, (laughs) to driving change across the organization. Now, experience tells me that there are three important pillars that every senior leader must embody to really drive and influence organizational transformation. I'm going to take you through each of the pillars now, and then I'm going to share some practical tactics that you can use to bring the pillars to life easily when you just don't have any time. (laughs) Okay, let's jump in. So, The first pillar is visibility. Visibility in this context isn't just about employees and stakeholders seeing you. That's a good start, but the way I'm talking about it, it's about seeing you walking your talk and particularly when it comes to living out your organizational values and the ideas and concepts of the transformation story or strategic narrative, whatever you want to call it, as you go about your daily leadership role and everything that that involves. So of course, 
That includes stuff like the way that you develop and direct strategy, the way that you take decisions, the way that you manage performance and everything else like that that you do. This pillar is especially important because research tells us that there's a link between visible leadership and employee engagement. And engagement is a critical factor when it comes to buy-in and change adoption. And oh, that's all the stuff that we want. Now, visible leadership is most powerful when we understand that it's really about alignment in action alignment in action. It's about folks seeing that you are also doing what you're asking them to do. When you are consistently visible in this way, employees are going to feel like they belong, like we're all on this change journey together. We're all gunning for this organizational mission together. And that is incredibly powerful. Now, don't worry, I know that you can't literally, physically be visible with staff and stakeholders every day uh, because you've got no time or let's say very limited time. Don't worry, I've got you covered. Bear with me because I'm going to share some specific tactics on that soon. For now, let's look at the second pillar, which is all about being conversational. Okay, now, (laughs) I know this might sound random, uh, but stick with me because incorporating a conversational tone in all of your communication efforts around the transformation agenda can have a profound impact on the change initiative. A lot of academic research backs this up. But for now, just think about the real life conversations that you have with people. By definition, they are interactive, they're flexible, and they're kind of iterative. They can be clarifying, refreshing, exploratory. They can be deep. We can dive deep into a certain aspect, or we can be really talking about the big picture context. And most of all, a great conversation is really, really engaging. People create shared experiences through conversations. And compared with other forms of communication and tone, conversations are a fast track to building trusting relationships. And that's what I want for you, for all of your employees to have a sense that they trust you and they're in relationship with you. For leaders in an organizational setting like you are, conversations can be very influential. I don't want to get too technical here, okay, but I'll just say that Consistently associating a conversational tone from our leaders on a certain topic, say, for example, your transformation initiative or, you know, the reform agenda, (laughs) that can help nurture audience loyalty and engagement. Have you noticed how much I'm saying the word engagement at the moment? Hmm. (laughs) Of course, you can't have live, real-time conversations one-on-one with everyone in the organization. I get that. But there are lots of things that we can do to create that sense of conversation between you and your employees. And we'll come back to that in just a moment. Now, the third and lucky last pillar when it comes to being an influential transformation leader is to be the storyteller. So research tells us that staff want big picture news about organizational change from you and the senior leadership team. 
and they want the more detailed information about the specific impacts and expectations on them, you know, what's going to change for them day to day. They want that information from their immediate manager. So knowing this, your power move is to tell and to reinforce the change story or strategic narrative over and over. Your role is to keep employees and stakeholders informed, to keep people in the loop about all of the big picture stuff. In this way, like in this context, your job is really to let folks know where the organization is heading, to recognize success and effort, and to motivate action. If you ever needed an extra reason to get out of bed in the morning and get your ass to work, it's this. The role of the storyteller creates meaning for the entire organization. As the leader, employees are looking to you to make their contribution meaningful, to explain it in a way that feels purposeful. And of course, when things are changing at work, it becomes even more important to make all of the extra effort that's being asked of everyone who's impacted, all those individuals who are going to help make the change stick. When we become the storyteller, this role of creating meaning, making the effort worthwhile becomes even more important. So now you know my three-pronged framework for influential transformation leadership. Let's talk about how to bring it to life when you just don't have any time. (laughs) So first up, once you've clarified your strategic narrative and you've confirmed that it's hitting the mark, get your team to create a suite of briefing materials and other resources that you can refer to and use in a range of ways and that can be repurposed over and over. Make sure that the entire pack captures your voice and of course uses conversational language to tell the change story and to convey the key messages. Just on that, if you would like to learn more about crafting a compelling strategic narrative, I have got some past podcast episodes on that topic where we dive into that. And I've also got a free resource that you can download, no strings attached. I'll make sure that we link everything in the show notes for this episode so that it's super easy for you to find so you can go check them out. The next tip that I want to share is to think like a media center. (laughs) So this means getting your team to make the most of every piece of leadership communication. So, for example, let's say that you host an all hands or a town hall meeting for all staff to attend, as well as the live event itself, which is amazing. (laughs) That all staff meeting can also be recorded and it can become a video Well, actually, I usually recommend that we create a minimum of three videos. Uh, We produce a full length presentation, a summary video with the key takeaways and a teaser for digital posters and those types of things. The event can also become a podcast. A photographer can capture and create a series of visual assets from the event. The slide deck can be repurposed in a range of ways. Uh, We can even create infographics that um, kind of share key messages and communicate them in a different way. Quotes can be extracted and used in a bunch of ways. And a variety of articles and blog posts can be created after the event that cover off a bunch of different perspectives. Thinking like a media centre 
also means focusing on one to many communication channels and batching content creation. So for example, you can create and record content for multiple videos in a single session with a videographer and a photographer can be there and can take a range of photos immediately before or after the session or even uh, if you're down for it during the session so that that's all getting done while you're recording the video content. When you've got the team thinking like a media center, it's easy to create 10 or 20 or even 30 or more pieces of content from a single quarterly or monthly live event or session. That content can then be kind of, uh, I use the term drip fed, but it can be distributed slowly over the coming days and weeks. So over the next, let's say 10 or 12 weeks to all employees. And suddenly when you're doing that, it becomes possible for you to be very visible, uh, very consistently from just a couple of dedicated hours in your schedule each month. When it comes to being conversational at scale, there is a lot that we can do. There are many ways to convey tone. Of course, language and the actual words that you use are critical, but it goes beyond that. Nonverbal cues can help convey tone for us. For example, that can be Everything from wearing smart casual rather than being super corporate or super formal in videos and photos. It can be smiling in video and photo. <laughs> it can be sitting at eye level with employees when you're at round tables or other meetings. It can be about how the room is set up for town halls to kind of really convey that campfire kind of feeling. And uh, now I know that this might make you cringe, but it really works. It can be literally showing your face, smiling in newsletters and in all staff emails on internet pages and digital posters and screens about the place. When you couple those kinds of tactics with consistently writing and speaking like you talk, you are going to build a sense of one-on-one -on -one conversation for your stakeholders and employees at scale. It's really cool. Now, there's one more tip that I want to offer, and it might not be for you. And if it isn't, of course, that's okay. But I think it's really worth mentioning. And that is to think about your personal brand and think about posting about the transformation agenda on social media. So for example, via your LinkedIn profile. Done well, posting on social media can help deliver all three of my pillars for influential transformation leadership. And it can be a useful, really scalable communication channel for telling the strategic narrative, you know, for reinforcing key messages. And of course, for sharing team wins and building up all of those kind of good vibes. <laughs> of course, it goes without saying that you would never reveal anything sensitive or classified on social media. And of course, leaders in government must remain apolitical and you would take that into account and be mindful of that with any content that you share on an external platform, because of course, it's available to external audiences as well as people inside your organization that are going to be checking it out. 
But let's put that aside because the fact is that a lot of your staff are on social media right now. And if you are active there, say, for example, if you are active on LinkedIn, they will follow you. If that's something that you're interested in giving a go, my suggestion is to pick a single platform, observe how peers who are active on it are doing things, and then think about it like it's microblogging. And of course, get the team to help you. Now you know my three-pronged approach and you know what to do when you have no time. Focus on the three pillars and bring them to life at scale. Your simple execution plan is to create a clear, compelling strategic narrative and a resource pack so that it's really easy for you to be a powerful storyteller. Next, get your team to think like a media center and find opportunities to create multiple pieces of content from a single event. Then get them to release that fresh content strategically each week or, you know, at whatever frequency is going to work best. Uh, so that you and the strategic narrative are consistently visible in your organization's news cycle. And finally, find ways, big and small, they all count, they all work together, to be conversational in terms of the words that you use, the tone that you take, and all of the nonverbal cues anytime that you are communicating about the transformation agenda. Okay. We have covered a lot of ground today, haven't we? <laughs> I have given you my framework and some very specific steps that you can take to help you continue to be an amazing, influential transformation leader, even when you're short on time. I hope that you found this really valuable. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would love you to please subscribe and share the podcast with one other person that you think would benefit from today's conversation so that together we can build a community of leaders that are driving successful transformation and really introducing the new way across their organizations more easily. <laughs> I have loved spending this time with you. Thank you so much for joining me and I will catch you in next week's episode. Have a great day. Bye for now. <laughs>